everyone, thank you for joining me. Welcome to AKA Pads All Your Audacity, and welcome to our annual special event, The 31 Days of Dread, where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. This is day 24, and we're talking Chud. Let's hit that intro. Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? Hey, I'm Peter A. DeLuca. I am back. I think we got a little too much gains here. Let's uh, turn some of this down. Get a little bit better with the sound. Okay. Hey, hey. We're talking a 1984 real cult movie. We're talking Chud. C-H-U-D. Cannibalistic Underground Humanoid Dweller. It's an acronym. It's an acronym created for this movie. And, uh, you know, like, I want to say maybe throughout my life I've seen this movie... Maybe four times. This could have been the fourth time. The first time I saw this movie, I remember watching it with my mother. I was a kid. And, you know, like, th this movie doesn't have major violence. It doesn't have major um, you know, nudity. It's not like our next movie. It's not like Return of the Living Dead, which embraces, uh, you know, the rating system. This movie is tense it's there's an urgency and there's also like a desperation to this movie because you know we have something happening and we have our characters who are you know trying to be good people trying to save the day and we have politicians and bureaucrats uh in their way it's, you know, trying to, uh, like, you know, block their every, mo every movement. So there, there's, like, you know, again, like that paranoia that runs through this movie. Now, you know, that's, uh, that's interesting. The plot isn't deep. It's really not. The plot is this. The city, the government, uh, they were, you know, doing something bad. They dumped toxic waste. And, you know, homeless people started to turn into uh, these uh, almost like uh, they're not exactly zombies. They're, they're, they're chuds. They're these hyper and they, uh, you know, they feed on people. And, and, and there we go. Now, the 80s toxic trope is a legit thing. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see this with our next two movies, actually. We'll see this on day 25 with Return of the Dead. And we'll see this. In the 1979, uh, I'm saying 79, it might have been 1978, movie called The Prophecy. These are all environmentally uh, driven movies, and this was big in the 80s. Now, s more so than now, see, toxic waste freaked out a lot of people when they learned about it, and it, um, you know, it affected culture. Uh, these movies are warnings. Now, it's kind of funny because, you know, we're still dealing with the environment today. And uh, I watched this movie and I'm thinking like, you know, this is a totally, when it, uh, just when it comes from the environment, there's other points of view that uh, correlate with this. But this movie is a progressive movie. This movie is uh, pro-abortion, pro-choice. This movie is for... Uh, it's anti. It's not for uh, objectifying women. So we like we really have like third wave feminism here too. This was all done in 1984, and this is also done by 
uh, like first timers, only timers. And by that, I mean uh, Douglas Creek. I'm sorry, Douglas Cheek. That's 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 who directed this movie. That's our boy. This is our visionary. Uh, he really doesn't have much to his credit when it comes to directing. Like it's it's this and two other movies. He's more of an editor than a director. And and yeah, maybe along the way, like you know, he found what what he was good at. Uh, I I can I can see that. And then we have Parnell Hall. Uh, Parnell Hall. I'm thinking, all right, you know, history, career, sc- screenplays, journeyman. Nope. Uh, mystery writer wrote <laughs> has only one screenplay to his name, which is Chud. So this movie immediately becomes special, uh, you know, like that. Like we're almost like in the fourth fourth tier down now. Why it's special? Now here is number five. We have John Hurd and Daniel Stern. Actor still going to this day. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm not sure. If, I'm pretty sure they're still going. I apologize if they're not. By that, but and by that I mean alive. Yeah, career actors. Uh, John Hurd in Big. He's he's the I don't get it, I don't get it, I don't get it guy from Big. Daniel Stern, we know him home alone. These guys have been through everything. They've been through the mill and they're they're legit and they're both fantastic in this movie. Uh, they play into the paranoia, they play into the danger. Now, this movie moves in stages. It moves in a way that few movies today move. I mean, we're, we're maybe 40 plus minutes into the movie and we're still learning about our characters. We're still learning about the plot. We're still seeing the mechanics of the story. And then, you know, people start going underground to find these things, to, to save people. Uh, people, you know, start dying. Monsters start coming out of manholes. You know, cats and dogs living together. It's chaos. And it's just fun. You know, like the, this movie, uh, I I remember so much of it when I was younger. Uh, uh, you know, like from that last stretch, from that last, you know, 30, 40 minutes of, of this movie. Now, the other times I saw this movie, I guess every time, every time I, I watched this movie, it was almost like uh, I watched it for the first time because I remember the uh, design of the creatures. I remember the sewer stuff. I remember, you know, like some of the uh, darkness that this movie has. I don't remember uh, every time, like, you know, the, I sat down to watch this. Didn't have any kills to, to re-experience because, you know, that's what horror is all about. You want to re-watch the kills. None of that. Um... Because this movie is character driven, this this is character first, and you know people like, but you can't sit down and say that oh they used to make them like this. No, no, this is a still a low budget movie, according to Wiki, Wikipedia, it's one point twenty five million. This movie gross roughly made four million, so yeah, profitable, good for everyone. You know, this is still a low-budget movie. This is 
uh, still a movie without full resources. This is also what makes it good. But we cannot say that movies today should be made like this. Because movies today know how to get to the point quicker. They know how to set it up. Uh, they know to maybe even give the all what to what to give the audience um, in the first couple minutes. Uh, you know, like could this movie have like you know done a little bit more? Like could this movie had a little bit more of an opening narration or opening scroll to set this movie up? Uh, you know, could there have been like a new story type flashback? Yes. Um, but it doesn't take away from this movie. I I just think. Uh, filmmakers today, you know, even for movies like Slender Man and Bye Bye Man, you know, which were completely trashed, uh, you know, they're a little bit more sneaky with the information. Uh, I think a little bit better with it. But th- this movie has so many strong scenes. There, there's a scene where John Hurd and and Daniel Stern are arguing with the with the city board, like you know, like boardroom, like you know, local officials type setting. Uh, trying to convince these people, trying to out-talk them, trying to get them to listen because, you know, people are going to start dying. And, you know, look, and, and this movie is also a commentary on homelessness and the people who care about, you know, strangers and trying to help strangers and trying to uh, be there for them. You know, like, this this is a very deep movie. Uh, I would say of all these cult yeah, and I put cult in, in cult in quotes because so many movies today are labeled cult that really aren't. You know, like if if you have endless T-shirts, endless prints, uh, action figures made of your movie, and yeah, I would not say it's a cult movie. I w- I wouldn't even say Toxic Avenger. You know, which is a part of this '80s environmental stretcher. You know, like that's one 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 of the linchpins of '80s environmental environmentalness uh you know toxic adventures not cult you know i would say he's he's mainstream uh the warriors mainstream you know and 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 like it's a pretty good lesson but this movie is protected it's protected you know there's there's hardly any merchandise there's no comic books you know like no one came in got the rights and and did like a chud three or uh reinterpretation of this this movie does not have any remakes or reboots. Uh, this movie exists solely in 1984. And because of that, you know, th- this is one of the most special movies we've ever done here for the 31 Days of Dread. I'm talking all three years. And, uh, you know, it, it, it needs to be paid attention to, needs to be paid homage to. Now, a lot of times, like, when I recommend movies, uh, you know, I'm 50-50 because... Uh, you know, I do believe people go in with movie, uh, go in to see a movie today, even when they're at home. Like, they sit down and, you know, like, I think their point of view, I think where they're coming from might be too, uh, there there might be too much noise there. And they may not receive the movie the way that I have. Um, you know, and, and there, there's always like a little bit of trepid, uh, trepidation, trepidation, trepidation when I do that. But I would say this is one of those movies you, you you just have to watch. You have to experience it. And I recommend a few times. I, I, you really do have to see this movie a few times to start to let the nuance sink in and let the character sink in. And look, and, and when I say it's, it's character driven, I just mean these characters have more than one moment to shine. Uh, and they're interacting with one another and they're crossing paths. 
you know, and they're they're coming together and they're breaking apart. Um, you know, it, it's that, and that's kind of what makes it fun. Now, this movie too also suffers from convenience. There's a lot of convenience in in this movie. Um, you know, one of our main characters, uh, her <laughs> her basement is like the doorway to the Chud's lair. Okay, <laughs> but here's the thing: when you make movies and you and you figure this stuff out, you have to you have to have scenes like that. You have to have moments like that to kind of cut through the chase to get characters in certain place quicker and and a little bit cleaner. So you might go back and 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 set it up a certain way and and have it pay off. Again, you know that's part of the fun of of movie going and and just sitting down and, and soaking it in and, and checking things out. So, for 1984, it's C-H-U-D, it's an acronym, it's one of the first acronyms I ever remember. You know, like, I would say CHUD and NASA were the first two acronyms I remember learning when I was a kid. Uh, The memories of me watching this with my mother are vivid. And uh, she explained it to me, and my mother liked this movie a lot. I remember her explaining it to me and what Chud was, and that we were going to, like, it came on Cinemax or something. Uh, you know, like, I can't remember late night, but it could have been, um, you know, 8 o'clock at night, though, because, you know, that's late for a kid. And, you know, I give my mother credit for showing this movie to me. And uh, even now, so many years after, uh, I get to see it in, like, a different light. And, uh, you know, practically see for the first time because there was so much that was forgotten. The other times I saw this movie were uh, probably all pickup times. I may not have finished finished it each, each and every time. And, uh, you know, quick side note, I, I don't think I ever owned this on, uh, you know, DVD when I had my huge DVD collection. Definitely not on VHS when I had my giant VHS collection, uh, which is interesting because uh, it's so good. So, hey, it's on, I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out on Amazon Prime. It's Chud, and holy crap, there's a there's a Chud 2 called Bud of Chud. Uh, I, I, I need to know what that's all about. I gotta see the follow-up to, to this. <laughs> but everyone, for the 31 Days of Dread, this is day 24. Thank you for joining me. Get ready for day 25, because we're doing Return of the Living Dead, and then we're doing Prophecy, Prophecy. Let's rock and roll. Everyone have a good night.